0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. We got Bellator tonight. We'll talk about that coming up here in a little while. Bellator 273. Brendan Tobin's in Miami. Jake's in Philly. I'm Sean Levine here in Kansas City. Appreciate you joining us on the BetQL network. Or if you're checking us out on twitch.com backslash BetQL or the Odyssey app. While we'll the podcast up as soon as we get off here in just a couple of minutes. Let's go ahead and tap out, guys, on the show today. A couple of quick hits. First, just out of curiosity, because we talk fighting and we talk betting all the time. Brendan. What's your favorite boxing match all time? Oh, man. Uh, I think my favorite, one of my favorite boxers of all time is Manny Pacquiao. So I would go probably the rivalry with him and Marquez. I'd go f- number one was my favorite because Pacquiao won. But honestly, ro- their fourth where Pacquiao got put flatlined was probably the best fight between them both, and it didn't even like, go the distance. So I'm going to go one because my guy won that one. But four was obviously probably a better fight. Jake.
1: Yeah, so I'm a little bit of a newcomer. I'd say I'd really got into boxing uh, as I began to become more of a better. So that kind of skews things a little bit more uh, recently. And one of the most incredible final couple of rounds I've ever seen was obviously Tyson Fury picking himself up like the Undertaker yes. off the mat when Deontay Wild. Like, that is... One of the coolest things I've seen because I'd bet on Deontay Wilder, I was certain that fight was over, and my friends called me back like, no, no, dude, he's he's getting up, and it's just even now when you watch it, it gives you chills. So that I'm gonna have to go Fury Wilder, the first one.
0: Both great fights, both great rivalries, but the correct answer has to be Ward Gotti. You guys left me that one. I don't care which one you're talking about. I'll go two, three. One, but if you want to go one, two, three, or three, two, one, or whatever you think, it's got to be Ward Gotti. What if we step on the octagon, Brendan? What's your all-time favorite UFC fight? Oh, uh, this one's easy for me. It's it's uh, it's it's Robbie Lawler, Roy McDonald. Uh, it's one of my favorite fights. I'll never forget where I was. I was at a, this. Uh, we had a karaoke event for the station, and after I was done singing Gloria Stefan's Conga, I watched uh, one of the greatest title fights I've ever seen. Robbie Lawler needed every single one of those comebacks ends up like just he has the sliced face mcdonald has the busted nose i mean just one of the all timers and it's funny i actually got to talk to rory about it and he's because they ended up training at the same gym because rory moved down from canada and he goes they never talked about it he's like we've never spoken about that fight i found that extremely weird that begs the question was gloria stefan with the sound machine of course Just making sure, Jake. Your favorite all-time UFC fight? Uh,
1: this is this is another uh, you can call it like a flagpole event for the UFC. You're gonna take another one.
0: I can tell you're about to steal mine. Go ahead. uh,
1: Another one that I had bet on and was so certain that my guy Jose Aldo was going to take care of business against Conor McGregor. I was like, I could not have. I'm like, this is Conor McGregor's talk. Such a big game. This guy's going to find out what it's like at the top of of the sport and. It was over in a flash. And like at that moment, you realize Conor McGregor was everything that he said he was uh, and was going to be. And obviously he goes on from there to do great things. So all over, I mean, there's a lot of them that you could go back and pick, but in terms of like moments in a UFC fight where like so much leads into it and then it all culminates in in one punch. I mean, that's how you write it in a storybook. So I that's one of my favorites all time.
0: I want to make fun of you for betting on Jose Aldo and losing your money. And what was that nine seconds? But I know what it's like, because I definitely had a big bet on Ben Askren against Jorge Masvidal. And that lasted half the time, five seconds. Like I love, that's why I love betting on this sport more than anything else, because you get, First of all, you get instant results, right? A guy knocks him out, you feel like you just knocked somebody out. It's just It's You can literally feel the blood rushing through your veins, and there's all those different choices that you can take them by knockout, by tap out, different odds, different rounds. That's why it's the best thing to bet on when it comes to sports, and that's why we're the best people to listen to right here, tapped out on the BetQL Network. Thanks for not taking mine. It's got to be Connor versus Nate, and I don't care if you want to go with the fight that Nate won or you want to go with the fight that Connor won. I'll choose the first time around and say it's the fight that Nate won because, again, I had him at big underdog money. Remember, at that point, Connor was invincible until he wasn't. You talk about you felt like you were in the middle of a fight when he was choking him out. I was standing up, yelling on my TV, "Choke him, choke him!" And then I had a lot of the same uh, kind words that Nate had to say after that fight. What about your favorite all-time round, BT? I don't care if you want to talk boxing. I don't want to care if you want to go back to the Octagon. What's your favorite round of fighting all-time? Um, I mean, I didn't watch this one live, but I've watched it on YouTube probably uh, 25 times, Hagler-Hearns round one. I mean, like, doesn't get better than that in all of combat sports between those two, two legends, an iconic fight. And, I mean, like, that's the answer, and I don't really think whatever you guys are going to come up with is going to top it. Go ahead. I don't Jake. care Go if I, I, don't care if I wasn't born yet.
1: Yeah. So I, this is actually like when I really to think hard when you asked us this uh, about my favorite round, and I think I, I went deep for this one. Two thousand nine, the Ultimate Fighter nine finale, uh, Clay Guida versus Diego Sanchez round one. Good call, like, brother. Good call. The the stare down into like the first exchange and flurry of punches that they were just unloading on each other. You were like, oh, this is going to be insane. Like, this is just a crazy, crazy fight going on right now. That That is probably my favorite round. Granted, at that point, like, I was only a casual – I was only really, like, a casual MMA fan at that point. So, I don't know if it really rubbed off on me the way it should have, but that's my answer.
0: No, I think it did because I think the timing of that, a lot of people watched that fight and kind of went, oh, my gosh, this is what it's all about. I'm in. Like, you want to talk about two guys swinging and with absolutely – Uh, No concern for themselves. I'm going to go back to the Roy versus Robbie fight. BT, help me out here. When they met up in the middle of the octagon when the round ended, that was the end of four before he couldn't come to the bell for five. Is that how it happened? I'm trying to remember. I don't. I don't remember exactly which round it was. I want to say it was four. The way that I remember it, one was good. Two was better. Three was incredible is when it really started going. Four is when basically Robbie... He was bleeding from everywhere, and you couldn't see Rory's nose anymore. And if I remember it right chronologically, that's when they met up at the center of the octagon, stared at each other, and then... They, like, spit his blood. It was disgusting. Oh, my gosh. Just talking about it is giving me goosebumps. Um, No UFC fight tonight, but Bellator is going down. They step back into the Bellator ring. Tonight, we've got Ryan Bader taking on Moldovsky. And you mentioned Bader, a guy who's a former champ champ. Is he still that same guy tonight, B.T.? I don't. I, I've. I've liked the idea of getting value on him tonight. Like the idea that he's the underdog simply because he's looked like a wrecking machine at heavyweight. Just been a while. Um. So you are taking a little bit of a risk there. But Valentin Moldanovsky is not. He's not like a guy who's been. He's got a good record at eleven and one. But he goes the distance. He's not a guy who would like put you away, knock you out of power, which is something that's concerned you because Bader's recent losses have been guys putting him away but they've been at 205 and you may say well now he's gonna come up and fight a heavyweight but also like a lot of people say weight cutting affects the way you take a punch he doesn't have to worry about that a lot of healthier a lot happier and he man i bader for a long time was known as a very you know for a lot of fans a boring fighter guy would you know there's a reason that he's in bellator he was a tremendous fighter but UFC's like all right see you we don't we're not gonna miss you and when he went to bellator and got to that title run he was knocking fools out he was really entertaining and so I I like the idea of taking Bader tonight and him kind of getting back in track, finding himself like that, even though he won the heavyweight title, I think, three years ago. It's been a while. That's what I was going to say. I think we've seen the best of Bader. Have we seen the best of Bendo in the main event? Benson Henderson taking on um, Madoff. I think that Bendo's a guy that you want to talk about a career that's probably a little bit underrated when you really take a microscope at the resume. It's Benson Henderson yeah definitely i mean we think about how everybody talks about you know the the calf kick and and, and attacking just you the know sensitive points in the body he's the guy like he's he's one of those ogs where you know he was uh talking about breaking things down but again it's like he's one of those guys who is winning fights you think about the rivalry with frankie edgar like didn't win in the most exciting fashion was fine just winning a fight on points the ufc was just like see ya. we're good we're, we're good it's like so many guys in the gay guard the ufc just, just like yeah like these are great fighters they're very talented they're just not the most thrilling watches in the world I will say though like I, I, Benson I would be a little if I was gonna say which old which uh which more famed name am I a little bit more worried about getting the win tonight I would say Bendo more so than Bader let's just go ahead and get parlayed and take the old guys I'll take Benson Henderson parlay him and I'll take that underdog money on ryan Bader. i want to get back to something our guest jim rodriguez of espn and eagle fc said earlier you can check out that full interview on the podcast as soon as we sign off i asked him about his opinion of jake paul stepping into the octagon because when you're one of the first people that i heard with such conviction saying that it's going to happen opposed to just kind of being part of the jake paul sideshow and then we asked him and he said i believe a hundred thousand percent, which is way more than a hundred percent that it's going yes. to happen. And I said, is it going to happen within a year? So at this point, are we just talking about who and what organization, but Jake Paul is going to fight MMA this year? I, I just think that you, you you know, people always say with Jake that he's so big for boxing. It is cool this week. If you have to the news, like, you know, he promotes Amanda Serrano and they, she's going to be fighting Katie Taylor. So it is cool that. He was able to bring a fight like that for women's boxing and get Serrano big paydays. That is actual value in boxing. But this idea that he's shining a light on other boxers, not really. Like all of his beefs and all of his fights have been against UFC guys other than Nate Robinson. Um, and so I just wonder, like, when does he look around and say, is there a boxer out there that I really want to take on that's going to make me a ton of money? I don't really know what the answer is. Is it Tommy Fury again? Maybe, maybe not. I just feel like why not just step fully into the UFC? Because all of this is about we want to see him lose. We want to see him get his get his, his face knocked in. So you go into a cage, I feel like even more people are going to buy it. People said that the Tyron Woodley fight didn't do great business-wise. So I feel like this is uh, that way to get, more, to get the big payday, get the big pay-per-view. You say people want to see him lose. That's our perspective. That's the fans' perspective, the outsider. But when it comes to Jake Paul, you have to think his end game, and he's done a great job of this, is self-promotion and making money. He's got the self-promotion thing taken care of. The money-making thing comes into question when it comes to the UFC. Even if he did step in there against a guy like Jorge Masvidal, do you take back what you said a few minutes ago? If that fight happened, would it be bigger than a Conor McGregor fight? Yeah, I would. Yeah, that right? definitely, I think, that right? would smash it, for sure. That definitely no. would. It feels a little dirty. Like, I have to shower. I'm glad the show's over, saying that a Jake <laughs> Paul would bring in more eyeballs and more money, and personally, that I've got more interest in Conor McGregor. But if I said it, then I meant it, and I can't lie here, on Tapped out on the Bet QL Network. I would be all in for that fight. He'd be a huge underdog, probably his ass kicked, but I'd be in for it. Thanks to Jake, our producer out there in Philly. Tyler for helping out as well. Of course, Brendan Tobin in Miami. I'm Sean Levine in Kansas City. Enjoy the Bellator fights tonight, and we'll catch you next Saturday right here on Tapped Out on the Bet QL Network.